Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Tales of Rob and Jay. I'm Jay. I'm Rob. And before we get into, uh, well, you know what? No, let's get into it first. Let's do this first. So you know what time it is. Alrighty. Well, I love it. Before I say anything, so I don't know if I've had my headphone volume up enough, but I never heard the shit in the beginning to that. It's like very quiet, but you can hear like the bear, bear, bear. Yeah, yeah, bear thirty. Yeah, I never like <laughs> heard it before. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess the volume was just too low. Gotcha. Well, now you know. Now you've seen. Now you've heard it. Yeah, it's pretty good. But what do we got, Rob? Was it Yazoo Morning Glory IPA? Yeah. Nashville original. Uh, I don't see the alcohol content. Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't say it on there, does it? No, nah, but... I'll Google that shit. Morning Glory India Pale Ale. A hazy IPA brewed with pale wheat, biscuit, and shit. Malt. Biscuit and what? Shit. Shit? I think that's what it's saying. <laughs> C-H-I-T. Chit. Oh, chit. <laughs> shit, shit. All right. Hopping with Talus and Peco Hop varieties lend this full body ale notes of grapefruit and orange creamsicle. Then why would they go with a purple can? Uh, I, don't know. I mean, because it's called Morning Glory. Morning Glories are purple, but yeah, I don't understand that completely. That's oh, odd. It's a uh, 7%. Hmm, not bad. ABV. Yeah, on here, I think that's the same thing that it said. Hazy IPA brewed with pale wheat, biscuit, and shit. <laughs> All right, well, let's crack our up and see what we're... Handcraft it. See what we're rocking with. I don't know. You can't really smell the IPA. Or I think you can. Oh, I can smell it. You can taste it. Yes, you can. Yikes. Overall, I don't think it's that bad. Because I kind of grew accustomed to these tastes. I think I'm just hungover. <laughs> so, I think that's my problem. I should have been. I started drinking at like 12.30. Yes, yeah. it was 12.30. Because I remember my dad talking shit. It's like, you're literally already starting. I'm like, dude, I'm hungover. You ever heard the saying? Bite the hair of the dog that bit you. That's what I'm doing. I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> and then I was like... Second one doesn't sound too bad. Then the third and fourth hit. And then I sent my dad on another beer run. And then I don't know. I had a few more after that. And then eventually you showed up. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I started fucking pounding them as soon as I got there. And fucking yeah. taking shots and shit. That pizza definitely did wonders. Oh, yeah, it did. I think I ate like fucking eight pieces <laughs> of that motherfucker, too. I just, I. I feel like you ate more because you kept eating it all night as well. Yeah. Just like I probably did I eat you more. chewing. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay, he's back in the pizza. Yeah. There was uh, like seven pieces left out of it. So I think that's a beast is what, like 20 pieces? Roughly, I would say. Yeah. I know Abigail had like two or three. Yeah, I probably, I probably had like fucking ten, yeah, at least like four, 10 of the bitches. <laughs> Yikes. Pool table was a fucking cemetery today for all the bugs. Was it really? Oh, yeah, from the zapper thing? It looked like somebody dumped out powder. 
<laughs> Those little fucking they, they were all over um, your counter too when I was looking at it. Yeah, last they were night. in my Zequil too. Really? I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was like, I went to port. I start to port. And I'm like, what the fuck? And there's like at least 15 of the little green bugs. Jeez. That's why I like used your beer to rinse it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't need that beer. Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, I wish the water was like another five or six degrees hotter. It'd be like perfect. Oh, yeah. In your pool. Yeah. I hate the cold. Yeah. Absolutely hate it. Yeah. I mean, well, boiling, I guess, would be kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like it needs to be somewhat refreshing. Yeah. But moderately warm. To, they, they could just go hand in hand for me. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it felt pretty good. Um, I could I could use like I think like you said like five, five more degrees hotter, but um, that's all right. I still think it fucking felt awesome. I was out fucking sweat my ass off all day too, so that probably helped in that. But yeah, what I else? don't. I got up and I did schoolwork, and then I was like, "Fuck this! I'm done with this." <laughs> And yeah, I was like, I'm drinking a beer. And then I just literally kept drinking and then Paco showed up and then you showed up. And yeah, I don't know. He dipped out. He ended up watching the fights. Fucking prick. Oh, really? What fights? Uh, UFC. Oh, uh, Ezreal Adesanya fought uh, Marvin Vittori, I think. Uh, he won a decision. Uh, Leon Edwards beat Nate Diaz. One dude got his arm snapped. Mm. Like literally, like if he held it up and he let it go, it'd fall limp. Really? Like just snap. He kept fighting, then they stopped it. Really? He fought for like another like ten seconds, <laughs> and then like you see him like hold his arm, then he yeah. lets go and it drops, and you just seen it like limp. And then like, jeez, yeah, I was like, I turned it off right after that because Paco was telling me about it. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. And then it, it was like the last fight or the fight before that. Uh, fucking. So out of the three leg breakages in the UFC, he's involved in two, hmm. which is like nuts. The amount of leg kicks that are thrown, and he's involved in two of them where they like literally ended up snapped. Chris Weidman. Like he's snapped other people's shit, or his shit's been snapped? Uh, once his and once somebody else's. Uh, let's see here. Let me find you a picture. You can kind of tell there. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> that's uh, that's fucking like a fucking forty-five degree angle, <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah, and then uh, the guy that he fought that broke his leg, mm -hmm. almost the same exact thing. Oh man, yeah, dude, that's fucking. That doesn't even look real. Like just the way that that's bent. Like, yeah, that's his, fucked. His leg was, like, almost behind him. Like, when he like, landed <laughs> down, like, you just seen it. It was like, what the fuck is this? That's awful. But, yeah, it's kind of crazy that dude's been involved in two of the three in the UFC's, like, existence. Yeah. That is pretty wild. That's uh, just, uh, I don't know. That hurts looking at that. Like, I've yeah. seen some, a couple of different things like from fighters and shit and the, like the way that their arms break or their fucking legs break <sighs> no thank you dude yeah, that would that, fucking suck the only other thing I can really compare that to is Alistair Overeem's lip I think I've showed you a picture of that I don't 
recall. I don't recall. Okay, we'll find the picture. But dude was literally laid the fuck out. Mm. Like plastic surgery. Mm. Like uh, Alistair Overeem. That's it. Did he rip his lip off or something? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Did it like connect with his teeth, I guess, and fucking chewed it off pretty much? Oh, yeah, you did show me that. Yikes. Ah, fuck, dude. That, that hurts looking at it. <laughs> oh, this is even worse. Same oh, one. Oh, gosh. He's just smiling like, <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, there it is after. Like, after it healed. Like, you can't even tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, and they wear mouthpieces. It's, like, supposed to help with some of that, I believe. But, like, you just think about it was like, an actual fist. Yeah. Right. Like, I can't remember exactly who did it. It was either Jorenzo Rosenstrike. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Or uh, Francis Nagano. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I kind of think it was the Rosenstrike because you really don't want to be hit like that from Nagano. Yeah. Just because when he fought the Rosenstrike, it lasted about 30 seconds. And he just... Went to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> it's like miniature fucking cement trucks. Yeah. It's where he like he fights at two sixty five and he has to lose weight to get there. Wow. That's fucking nuts. It's crazy that this is a, a a sport that like people want to get fucked up. <laughs> like I mean I guess they don't want to get fucked up. They want to fuck other people up, but like you get into the sport and you know that you're gonna get fucked up, so I, I just uh, I find that wild. Very, it sometimes. depends. I mean, you do have the rare cases of people that's literally barely lost a fight. Yeah, I mean, like, you got uh, Mayweather, right? Uh, okay, yes, that's boxing. So yeah, he went. Oh shit! He went fifty and zero, but his last two exhibition fights, he's pretty much won as well. So yeah, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov. He went 29-0. I know you talk about Habib. Uh, George St. Pierre went, I want to say, like 27-2. and two, hmm. But his two losses, he came back and refought the guys and just smoked them. Hmm. Uh, the one fight, uh, he won. But he came out of retirement after like five years. Won the belt and was like, yeah, I'm going back to retirement. Fucking, <laughs> I don't care who gets the belt. Yeah. So, he's done pretty good. John Jones only has one loss, but it was a DQ because, like, he threw an elbow the wrong way to, like, disqualified. Uh, but he was, like, winning the whole fight, so. So he pretty much won it. Yeah. But not technically. Yeah. And That's Israel crazy. Adesanya just got his first loss a couple months ago. But he went up a weight division, so it's kind of, you know. Yeah, new territory. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. He didn't put on that much weight to go up. Like, so... Compared, like, if he did, it you know, probably would have been better. Why would why would you want to do that? Like, why wouldn't you just stay where you're fucking winning? All, I mean, I guess to challenge yourself. Yeah, more money. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that too. It's like, hey, you want to go do up? They, yeah, do they pay more for heavier classes? Uh, not necessarily. It's kind of, I think your popularity is kind of depicts your payday. Mm, gotcha. It probably is more, well, I don't know because I don't watch, but just thinking about it, like, if I really wanted, like, if I wanted to watch, it would be to watch people get knocked the fuck out 
and I would expect that more from like bigger people. So I would say, yeah. I mean, honestly, really any of it, yeah. people are getting you know smoked. Yeah, I just remember watching that one that I, that we sat down and actually watched like all the. I think it was the um, Tyson and um, Jones. Yeah. And we saw some of the like lightweight or featherweight people, I guess, or whatever, fighting. And I was like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> like, I'm not feeling this. Like, they're not really throwing some fucking haymakers and shit like that. Like, I mean, I, granted, I don't, if, from what I recall, I don't think really Tyson and Jones did either. But I've seen some of the bigger guys fighting and like, the the just I, I feel like I could feel almost like the force that they put behind their fucking yeah. their fists. Yeah, I mean it's well see you're kinda of looking at boxing to where it's just basically hands compared to like UFC, you know, you got you might have some leg kicks thrown to the head. Yeah. I, I I often conflate the two. Like I, I I put them together not thinking about it. I know they're different. But yeah. I mean knockout wise, yeah, you're definitely probably gonna see more in the UFC yeah. among the lower weights just because of different things that they can throw or yeah that would make sense i guess i've watched more boxing than i have ufc yeah because i know there was like one guy i want to say he fought around 45 or 55 but uh like he's got a knockout from like jumping off the cage and like spinning and like cracking the dude <laughs> i think he's like the only person to ever do it so <laughs> well then that's some shit you see in like the wwe <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. fucking like choreographed out and shit and like that's pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. it's pretty well. It's interesting. I don't. It's like I look at it as like, it's like a mental chess game. Mm. And I don't know. I kind of like it to kind of see who can solve it first. Yeah. And jujitsu's like that too. I like watching that at times. That would be interesting. I I think it'd be more interesting if I knew what I was watching. I could definitely that. That's probably pretty interesting to watch that. Yeah, I know some, not like a whole lot, but a little bit. Yeah. Enough to put it into practice? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> not what you just know. Besides like your basic like rear naked choke. Yeah. You get here like, wah. Maybe a leg lock. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's definitely progressed compared to when it originated. So. Yeah. So I'm curious, I don't know if you know this or not, but do all these other like different fighting styles, are they all like separate from each other or do they stem from like one fight? So like you got like jujitsu, taekwondo, um, karate, um, Muay Thai, ones I could think of at the moment but like are they all like their own separate th they come from different places I guess or I believe so I mean some of it stems from others so if you look at uh, Jiu Jitsu compared to like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu yeah so one of the Gracies went to Japan to learn Jiu Jitsu but then he completely changed Jiu Jitsu and that's why it's always referred to as Brazilian, Brazilian. Jiu Jitsu uh... to where like his family is like a legacy to where it's like if you got a black belt from one of them like you just know they're bad yeah. Compared to like, oh, I got it from this gym. It's like, eh, well, it ain't a Gracie. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there is other reputable gyms. But nothing like. Yeah, I mean, like a John Donaher, uh, but he, his black belt originates from a Gracie. Mm. But he's got his own gym now. 
Yeah. To wear some people's black belts under him. That I don't know if they've ever lost a match. Hmm. And like the one guy, uh, fuck, he's like twenty five, but he's just working people. Really? Just yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got like a gimmick to where like he wears a crown, talks shit, just. It's like, so yeah. he's, he's another. Uh, what's his face, McGregor? Uh, shit talker. Uh, Gordon Ryan's his name. Hmm. So we'll have to check him out sometime, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was yeah. literally about to say the same same thing. It's it's interesting. I just I'm just curious on like if they all stemmed from like you know basically like one style of fighting and like the added shit took shit away. Well, kind of like what you were saying, but um, that was basically like a new interpretation of jujitsu. Whereas, like, I'm curious on, like, do jiu-jitsu and, like, taekwondo or whatever, do they stem from the same thing In that higher sense, up the line? Probably not, because taekwondo is more kicks. Gotcha. You don't really use your hands. It's more, yeah. like, certain style kicks. Compared to jiu-jitsu, it's how can I lock your body up to strangle you? And grappling. Yes, exactly, grappling. So, like, uh, Muay Thai is more of, like, a clinch fighting style. They kind of want to, you know, grab your fucking head and just put my knee in your face. Yeah. And, okay. You know, leg kicks. Gotcha. So um, they're they're basically each one of them kind of like it goes into a, a specific facet of fighting. Yeah, because then if you look at like uh, grappling, so like jujitsu. Yeah. But then if you look at wrestling, you kind of slightly similar. Mm-hmm. To where like okay uh, arm bar or something like that, but they have like I guess different ways to take you down. Okay. To where wrestling's more of like a, a takedown thing where I'm basically gonna trip your fucking legs and put you yeah. on your back. Hmm. That's interesting. I would probably come to I probably could figure out if I actually like knew like what you're telling me right now like that jujitsu is more grappling and stuff like that. So I guess that was a dumb question but but then if you look at like kickboxing that kind of comes from like boxing but it's a lot more kicking yeah to where like maybe Makes if sense. you've done taekwondo as a kid you learn how to kick quite a bit uh-huh. maybe a little bit of muay thai and then you just learn some hand striking go kickbox it's kind of a mixture in that sense hmm okay that's uh, okay yeah that's cool uh then like uh judo is like another form of uh, like hip tosses, I believe, and like arm bars, things like that, kind of like a wrestling, but yeah. a little bit different. So there's some that kind of is they wrestling tie in. is wrestling like its own form or whatever, or is it, or does wrestling incorporate all of these things? Like, um, I want to say it incorporates some. I mean, they, they got different styles of wrestling now. I'm not yeah. too familiar with it. Compared to like you know they wear like the whole get up and ear pieces and yeah you know it's like oh you get pinned if your shoulder blades touch the mat or you know just odds and ends like that okay point for a takedown or gotcha all right so but mm-hmm. I mean yeah they definitely some tie into each other some don't some are kind of you know their original thing compared to like you know Japanese jujitsu has like its own little you know thing compared to like from what I remember, I remember watching a video on, like, the Gracies. 
and uh, I can't remember the guy that created it, but I think he had like some sort of deficiency with his bones or something, so he basically like had to learn it differently and make it easier on himself, and then it just evolved into this thing that you know, he just mastered. Where I like, I That's think cool. it's either like one of his kids or like one of his grandkids, but I think it's his son. Like, there's like stories of him, like, all right, well, we'll start in this position and yeah, we'll go. So, like, somebody will put him in a headlock and he just escapes it and taps him. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, pick the position. Where do you want to start? Yeah. And you just let them pick it and fucking, yeah, just, he'll get out of it. Yep. Yeah, just choke him out. <laughs> That's dope. That's pretty cool. Has, it, has there been anything like, Something similar to that for uh, Taekwondo or Muay Thai or anything like that, where like one person's kind of like mastered it and made it their own thing. Uh because I I do hear Brazilian Jiu Jitsu all the time, but that's like the only one that I hear like a specific like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu instead yeah, of just Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, because that's uh of how good it was. It just overtook the Japanese style. Yeah, where like some of the Japanese styles still incorporate it, but they also it's a mix gotcha. more or less. So it's basically a Brazilian jiu-jitsu all the mm. way around now. Like, mm. I mean, I could speak be speaking out of turn, but I'm pretty sure. But um, I want to say Taekwondo was kind of invented around like Vietnam or some shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, they all have like their own form of competitions, but I mean. I don't know a specific person to each one necessarily. Yeah. Uh, so like boxing, we'll say like Ali, you know, jiu-jitsu would be one of the Gracies. Yeah. Uh, I think judo, Ronda Rousey was pretty known for her judo. Okay. Um, I don't really know no kickboxers. I know my uncle's brother was pretty fucking good. But I don't know how far he got or yeah. anything like that. But yeah, I mean, the other ones I can't really, you know. That's kind of weird. I, w- I would feel like that kickboxing would garner more attention than just boxing. Because it's the same thing, right, except for kickboxing allows you to kick. Pretty so much. You, so you can still do all the you know, shit with your fists, but you can also kick. So I feel like that would be more entertaining. But maybe it is more entertaining to like limit it to like you can only do these things and I'll see what you can do with it. So, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Boxing's money has always trumped everything. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I won this, you know, jujitsu tournament. All right, here's ten grand. It's like, well, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, compared to like boxing, like look at Floyd just done an exposition with, uh, whatever. Logan Paul. Yeah, and it was like over a hundred million dollars he made. <laughs> like he made like three fifty all fighting Conor yeah. McGregor, That's compared to, you know, oh Taekwondo. Okay, here's your uh, here's your sash. You won. Yeah. Like I don't think there's really money in Taekwondo things like that. Yeah, it's just what people value. Right. Yeah. So that <clears throat> but, makes sense. Like I don't know if because like boxing is like one of the biggest things, mm-hmm. to where like so many people is I won't say so many people has done it, but. Like, I want to say maybe the Rocky movies helped a good bit with a push. Probably. Uh, it's more part of our culture. Right, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, a lot of these guys that come from the other form of martial arts eventually dabble into MMA. Yeah. To where, like, uh, Israel Adesanya, who won last night and still holds the belt for that weight division. I want to say it's middleweight, uh, but he came from kickboxing. Yeah. And you can see, like, that's more his style, like gauging distance, you know, throwing feints, things like that, that Mm -hmm. he just gets to where, like, Habib, like, he learned to wrestle. So that's basically majority of his wins came from wrestling. I don't think he has one win with a knockout. Mm. That's interesting. Are you about to show me something? Uh, Middleweight is what he is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah, I think like Conor McGregor started with like uh, just MMA, like striking, things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh. And the thing is, like, you kind of look at karate now as, like, a joke. Yeah. (laughs) But George St. Pierre, like, one of the greatest of all time, that's, he's a black belt in a certain form of karate. Hmm. And, you know, it's, you can see it in his fighting to where, like, his timing, like, he knows just when someone's going to throw a strike and if I want to take you down, it's, he just times it perfectly to where it's, like, Oh, karate's kind of a joke, you know, like kung yeah. fu and shit. <laughs> but then I guess they each kind of have their own style where somebody like learned it this way, but implemented this, and this person Im- implemented that. It, yeah, I mean, it's a lot, like a lot of different things. Yeah. It, I mean, that's interesting to know that somebody, I mean, I guess it, it's inevitable for somebody to be like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking get really good at fucking karate. Um, I think karate's good for kids to learn to for self-defense but I, what i was gonna say is um is that there i don't know i i know there is a style but i i don't know the exact name for it drunken fist or drunken style isn't that a thing so like i remember what was it in some like Jet Li movie or some shit oh i don't even know you uh, you like talking about like Kung Pao that was supposed to be like a comedy with like a fighting cow? No, there's... And the chick with like three tits? I don't remember all that. No, I, th- I thought there was like a Enter the Dragon or some shit type thing that like he basically like he ended up getting drunk and he's like sloppily moving around and shit. And, you know, people are like, what the fuck? But then they go into, like, fuck him up, and he, like, dodges the shit. Like, it, he's so fluid that, like, he's able to just dodge shit and, and get the fuck around. And he, like, he'll fall over, but it's, like, purposeful falling over and, like, smacking the ground and, like, rolling over and getting back up and shit. Like, it, it's a weird style. Um, but, like, the, the reason why I bring it up because um, uh, I've been watching Naruto and... Um, there's a character in his name's Rock Lee, and he is proficient at uh, the drunken fist style or whatever. I mean, and I guess there could be something like that. Yeah. But. Well, I was curious if anybody had ever done it. So obviously not <laughs> that you, or at least that you know of, and gotten good at it. Or if it's like, I, I wonder if it's like a realistic thing to use in like competition and stuff, or it's, if it's just something fancy that it's like, oh, that's cool. 
it's probably more of like movie thing. Yeah, show showy. Like boxing wise, I know of the peekaboo style, which is what Mike Tyson used. And then uh, now they call the one era of Mayweather is the shoulder roll. Where he's just a, one of the greatest defensive fighters there is. Mm. And like uh, we watched oh, that you one show video. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards like I'm going to hit you with three light he jabs. Like, uh, hey, no. fucking. Yeah, that's how he beat Canelo. It was like, you know, just odds and ends, but he hit him with like three light jabs. Why did, why did they call Tyson's peak? Like, it's just because like he's just fucking like. Basically, I guess it's essentially hands behind his gloves, but he like drops and he kind of yeah. can hit you with the body and then come up top to where he's kind of playing peekaboo with you behind his hands is what I think. I could be speaking out of turn, but... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I've watched a lot of content with Tyson, so it's like, fuck, do I remember it all or do I not? Or am I just speaking out of turn here? <laughs> so there was a movie called Drunken Master, and here's a little thing. I'm going to click on it and see if it is. Is Drunken Master a real style? Drunken Kung Fu does really exist. Moves using lurching movements and falling have been incorporated into Shaolin Kung Fu, for instance. Although it is not a style in its own right and does not actually involve alcohol. uh, But the Drunken Kung Fu and Drunken Master was invented by Chan and Yuan. So Jackie Chan was the guy in the movie. It's called Drunken Master, and apparently, from what we just, what I just read, it's not a style of its own, but it's incorporated into Shaolin Kung Fu. So that's pretty cool. I'm glad I don't, I'm not a complete idiot. It's an actual, <laughs> it's, it's, it's somewhat of a thing. So I think it would be cool as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I think the one that would be good for kids these days is definitely a form of jujitsu. Yeah. grappling and a bit of striking I think just anything <laughs> like fucking just learn how to you know defend yourself yeah but then that's when you get like the style matchup for like okay you throw a leg kick and I catch it and I take out your other leg and I like basically snap your fucking knee in half we're talking about kids here by the way yeah <laughs> I'm just saying if it is some uh, I'm Using uh, it as a as like a bully diversion thing. So like some kid who's just some jackass who's not loved by his parents, you know, he comes up and he's trying to pick on this kid and he's able to de- defend himself. He ain't gonna fucking go around snapping knees and shit like that. He just fucking, you know, punch him in the forehead and knock him out or something. I don't know. I'd rather snap the Do, knee. I'd <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah. Sweep the I mean, leg. it would depend on how much of a bully this kid's being, but yeah. No, I mean it definitely it it's at the kid's age, yeah, it's learning the fundamentals, but it's also it's a form of discipline. Yeah, that as well. Like I've watched a little bit with like my niece and it's like they make them call them sir and things like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like That's offensive. I'm offended. Fuck off. <laughs> the guy's got a mohawk and the other guy's got like a fucking cyst on his head. Probably you're being hit assuming too much. you're assuming his gender. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> it's goofy. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Discipline and, and structure. Right. Um, and also it'll help. I, I think, um, it might not be as big of a problem as I think it is, but I think, uh, somewhat of a problem is like n- for a lot of kids, especially with social media and stuff like that is knowing 
what pain feels like, like to actually like get hurt is like, I know a lot of, you know, uh, like our parents' generation or whatever try and our generation is doing it too, where it's like trying to raise your kids and like never let them get hurt and, and all this other stuff. You fucking wrap them up in bubble wrap and all that. So I think it'd be good for them to actually like feel pain. <laughs> so in a safe environment. Okay. I'm gonna give a, another quote of the week. Partially, yeah. like Mike Tyson. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, we should have used that one. Um, that's a good one. I, I'll put that on the website, It's too. on a t-shirt, and I want to buy that t-shirt. Yeah. My mom's like, why would you do that? It just means somebody might punch you while you're out. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm buying it subliminally. Yeah. I don't even know it. Yeah. You had a plan until you got punched in the face. Yeah, it's either get in or get out. Your yeah. choice fucking ding ding motherfucker That's some real fucking words right there everybody's gotta play he was on um not to venture off from that but tyson was on um fuck what was it? hell's kitchen this, this <laughs> the new season I, i'm watching it's the young guns version and um yeah he was he was one of the vip guests in hell's kitchen and it was, it was just funny to hear gordon ramsey talking about iron mike tyson you think Iron Mike got through, you know, everything that he had to get through by fucking up everything? Like, cause he, you know, in Hell's Kitchen, he, Gordon fucking just like goes off on him all the time. It was just funny to hear that. And then I think Tyson yelled at him a couple times too, but like he was just joking around. He wasn't serious. So can you requote what he said? You think Iron Mike, what? I, I can't verbatim what he said. Okay. Um, why? Does he realize like the extent of who Mike Tyson really was as a child. Dude was like doing coke at like nine. I don't yeah, I don't I don't know. They would like <laughs> literally like go knock on a door and start like acting like they're selling something and then like they would all rush in and fucking rob the people. Hmm. To where like it took him going to jail as like a teenager yeah. to like learn boxing and be, you know, taken in by Cus de Amato and which in return taught him the peekaboo style. To where, like, they say, like, Gus or Cus is one of the greatest trainers of all time. Customado or something like that, right? Yeah, Cus de Amato. Yeah. But, like, when you say it fast, it's, like, odd. Yeah, Cus de Amato. Customado. Hmm. Yeah, I always thought it was Customado. Yeah, that's what, when you mean, the first time that you told me about it, like, back when we, like, first started the podcast, you told me to look it up, and I was like, Okay, well, I'm looking at, like, cars and shit. Like, what the fuck? What, the fuck? <laughs> what am I looking at? I thought we were talking about fighters. Custom auto. Uh, but, yeah. that's I I, I, I want to say that they were he was yelling at him, talking, yelling at him about something because they were almost served, like, raw chicken. Uh, or, no, they, they forgot chicken for Mike Tyson's table. And he was yelling at him about it, and then, like, one of the guys laughed, and I think that's what he... He was like, uh, do you think it's funny? Um, do you think this is funny? We're out here trying to fucking, you know, work our asses off to, to put out the best food or whatever. Do you think Mike, you know, Iron Mike got to where he was by, you know, laughing at this and, and like thinking that things are a joke, blah, blah, blah type thing. He was trying, he was trying to equivalent what they were doing to what Iron Mike went through. And, um. I, don't know, I just thought it was funny. I, I just love hearing Mike Tyson talk in general. So I, anytime he shows up on something, I, I have a giggle out of it. 
Yeah, I like watching his old interviews. Yeah. To where he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I'm just, and like, hopefully Mike never hears this and doesn't like track me down and like fight me. But, uh, like, for such a fucking hard motherfucker, he's got like the softest yeah. voice. <laughs> like, ever. And his lisp does not help in that at all. Um, but it makes it, it just makes it that much more of a character. Like Mike Tyson, like I'm fucking Mike Tyson, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and but he'll fucking kill you. Uh, he's it's it's something else. Yeah, it was. I remember him telling a story about him and one of his wives. They were like fighting in a fast food restaurant or something, and he had like a, it was like a Lamborghini or like a Rolls Royce or something, and then like it, he fucking left or she left and backed into this other car. And I guess he was, like, on parole or something. And he's like, look, I'll just give you the car if you just shut up. Mm. And, like, here's some money. And the guy, like, whatever. Like, accept it. Didn't say shit. And then yeah. it was like, he went to the house and, like, got his car back. <laughs> Fuck you, what do you mean? I ain't giving you my car. <laughs> he's a fucking wild animal, dude. Yeah, especially when he talks to some, like, female reporters back in that day. <laughs> I think you've showed me a couple. Yeah, it's like you're speaking out of turn. <laughs> They usually don't speak to women reporters unless I fornicate with them. It's like, are you trying to fornicate? Then please shut up. Then please shut up. Are you trying to fornicate? Then please shut up. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck, dude. Like, he doesn't care who you are. You can, you know, you can be fucking the president. If if he don't like you, he don't fucking like you. He'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's his mentality. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, he was like doing one interview, like face-to-face with this guy. And then the guy brought up like his rape charge. Mm-hmm. And then like he just let him have it. He's I like, think, fuck you, I'm done talking to you, they you on, like, slimy a, prick. Yeah, I think so. I think I know. They were like sitting on like an L couch or whatever. Yeah. And like he was over here and Mike Tyson was like, fuck you. Like, I got to fucking deal with this shit. Yeah, yeah. just it's like done. Yeah, I think he, he got up and left. Did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> but it's like, I get it, reporters are kind of, they got their own questions, or like the network kind of gives them the questions. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be in a position where I'm going to ask something <laughs> offensive like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> if, he, if he pre-read those, he, I guarantee he's like, you want me to fucking die? Are you trying to get my fucking head knocked off? Yeah, then like... <laughs> one where he talks about like he's like I'll fuck you in front of everybody <laughs> I'll fuck you until you love me faggot <laughs> was it, was that was the same one yeah yeah <laughs> cause like the reporter's like get him in a straight jacket yeah. he's like put your mother in a straight jacket you punk ass bitch <laughs> little punk ass white boy like come on I'll fuck you in your ass in front of everybody he's like I'll eat your asshole alive little scared bitch he's like you're not man enough to fuck with this <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just quoted that like verbatim. Yeah, but it was pretty good. Probably could have kept going, but... Pretty spot on. Hell yeah. yeah. I've just seen it so many times that I'm just like, I want to get a good laugh out of this. But at the same time, it's like, give me a little energy. Yeah. That's that's the thing with him is like, like, like I just, you know, I keep saying it or whatever, but it's the truth. It's, he's uh, such a, a scary individual, but also at the same time, like such a funny fucking individual because... He's able to be. He's not being funny. He's just being him, and he has no. He gives no fucks because he can fucking whoop anybody's ass. 
So I guess it's that it's that almost like freedom to just be able to say whatever the fuck he wants with no reper. Well, there might be repercussions, but he'll handle them. <laughs> uh, that makes him funny. Yeah, I mean, makes I him think likable. His philosophy. I, I vaguely remember it, but I know I've seen it a lot as well. But it's like basically, it doesn't matter what I do. You're still gonna look at me as a scumbag. So, like, basically, why the fuck do I care? It's like doesn't matter. You know, if I did something good or bad, you're still gonna look at me as a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he can whip your ass, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, he does have losses. That's, like, the thing I, like, when I was younger, it's like, oh, Mike Tyson. Like, everybody talked about him, like, being, like, oh, he's undefeated. But then, like, if you look at it, it's like, pretty sure he lost to Lennox Lewis. He lost to, uh, fuck, who's the dude? He bit his ear off. Uh, I don't know. Vander Holyfield. I think he lost to him sure. twice. Is that why he bit the ear off? <laughs> uh, yeah, part of it was like the first fight. I guess he kind of got hit with some dirty shots, he claims, and then, like, uh, I guess he got hit with a couple headbutts <coughs> in that fight, so he just fucking grabbed his ear. <laughs> and then, uh, he's like, oh, look at me. He was like, he headbutted me. He's like, my kids are going to be scared of me. He's like, look at this cut. It's not even, like, that bad. Yeah. But I guess he was just, like, talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do this to you now because look how bad this is. But not really. Yeah. That and he's talked a lot of shit about Mayweather, too. Like, basically, that he's a scared little man. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you can't be great and have to have bodyguards to help you take your kids to school. To where it's like, he just walks around like, give a shit. Yeah. Like, I need nobody around me. Yeah, I'll fuck you up. Uh, I don't. He's a fucking crazy motherfucker. I'll tell you what. I did. We had no plans of talking about Mike Tyson for a half an hour, but uh, he's just that cool of a motherfucker, I guess. Yeah, I'm curious to see how his ranch is going to turn out. Yeah, like it's supposed to be like this resort. Hmm. Like I don't have you ever heard of anything about it? Really? No, yeah. I haven't heard anything about it's it. It's like a big like weed plantation, but like a resort with a hotel and like. Events and shit are going to be held there, like concerts and shit. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty cool. Like Tyson's Ranch, and it's just Tyson's like Tyson's Ranch. I think they said Where? they they smoke like thirty grand a weed a, a week. <laughs> wow, it's fucking like him and his people. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, that's pretty crazy. He probably needs it though. Fucking, I'm sure his <clears throat> body's fucking aches from all the you know fucking the abuse. Abuse, yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, uh, where's it? Where's it gonna be? I want to see like California or one of the surrounding states. I can't remember exactly. Hmm. I'll look it up. Yeah, but Let I know it, it shouldn't be that far off from opening. Honestly, because I remember hearing about it like three years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think it would just be cool to just go, literally, just because it's Mike Tyson's place. Like, fucking, yep, uh, Southern California. Yeah, I don't it's a 40, to to California, but... 40 acre. Oh, fuck. Where'd it go? Yeah, it's 40 acres marijuana ranch. Huh. That's fucking wild. But it's going to be for, like, events, like, concerts and shit. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah, he's going to do a lot of things there. Oh, uh, yeah. It's pretty dope. But it's... And he's got a... 
website and everything. Tyson Ranch. Might have to uh, plan my, uh, whenever I eventually get married, plan my wedding at his ranch. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, oh, here's some of his weed. Nice. Nice stuff. Yeah, I don't know what. So does he have like his own brand? I think so. Is that like yeah? Like I know um, Wiz Khalifa has his own brand and Khalifa uh, Khalifa Kush, I believe. He had a the song. It was like KK. I think that's what it's called. KK. Um, he talked about it on Rogan too. I'm pretty sure. Did they talk about it on Rogan? The ranch. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did I miss that? Because uh, he's had a couple episodes now. Uh, maybe, yeah. I, I think I've only seen him on there once. So I probably watched an older one, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, the first one's only like an hour and a half or something. Yeah, I, I couldn't. They were, they were in his studio before he moved to Texas. I don't know if he's done one with him since he moved to Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt like he did, but no, no, maybe it was because it was right before the Jones fight. Yeah, Roughly. I think that was the one that I saw or listened to. Um, it was within a couple months of him yeah. moving, so. Well, like I said, though, usually when I'm listening to him, you know, like sometimes I have to turn it down or whatever because like, a customer comes up to me, so I probably missed it, you know, right, it probably brought it up right there, so. Or I didn't finish it could also be that there, there's plenty of episodes that like you know i get like two hours in and like i'm enjoy listening to it but like i just i'm done listening to it so i just turn it off never come back to it or whatever so that's what happened with the newest one the uh uh trussell douglas trussell right? yeah I'd, I'd seen like one of the clips on youtube and i think it was the start of the episode yeah they're in like wigs and all the yeah, candles like, are lit oh i am <laughs> yeah, just, and they're in like opposite spots. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Now I'm kind of like OCD oh, about it. They were, it. they were, yeah. It kind of drove me nuts for a minute. I'm like, "He's supposed to be in that spot." <laughs> I didn't notice until you just said that, but yeah, they definitely were. He's supposed to be on the uh, left side, and guess is usually yeah, on the right. On the right, yeah. As you're looking, huh? I didn't notice that part. Yeah, they were doing some fucking weird shit, but I guess it was literally only because. It was the 666 episode. Yeah, 1,666. So, which is fucking crazy. You know, I was, I was, you know, lifting us up yesterday. I was like, we're on episode fucking 32 tomorrow. And he's got (laughs) fucking 1,666. (laughs) Yeah, but fuck, he usually do sometimes two episodes a day or. Yeah. Yeah. It's also nice when, you know, that pretty much that is your job. (laughs) <laughs> is that podcast like I know he does other shit but like he doesn't really have to like he probably could just do the podcast and that's it yeah but he always says he'll give it up all he'll give all of it up to just keep doing comedy yeah uh, I, I don't mean, know why he would to be completely honest like you could still be funny and have funny people like just do com- like have comedians <laughs> on on the podcast I don't know maybe he's not as I think it's the I performing. Guess his type of yeah, his type of comedy doesn't work as well as like like a uh, a Bill Burr. Like they they talked about him and how he does his thing. Pretty much he's solo, just 
you know, he reads the letters that he gets and shit like that, the, the Monday morning podcast or whatever with Bill Burr. And it's just yeah. fucking hilarious. Like, just sitting there listening to this guy read letters and give advice. Because <laughs> he rants. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like, I remember Rose His voice helps, too. About it with the masking. It's like, just wear your fucking mask. Yeah. That's <laughs> all you gotta do is wear your fucking mask. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, uh, what is that, like a jersey? I, I want to say roughly. Yeah. A, yeah. Kind of got that going. Just wear your fucking mask. Maybe so, somewhere up in there, like Boston, Jersey, New York, somewhere up in that area. That's a, That accent just makes people funny, too. Yeah. Or or gangsters, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious when he's going to have Joey Diaz back on, on Rogan. Yeah. Because it's been a while, and I know he moved to like back to like Jersey. So he's like dealing with the winners up there again. Yeah. He needs to have him on. I like listening to Joey Diaz. I wish he would have. Um, I Tim know Dillon. he's. Huh. I want Tim Dillon back too. Yeah, Tim Dillon. Um, I I want it well for different aspects of things. I want a, a bunch of people to go on there. So like, politically, I would like him to have Rand Paul on there. Um, I'd like him to have both of them, or just Ron Paul too. One of one of those or both. But besides that, um. I think it'd be funny to have him talk to, um, and it'd be educational for listeners. What the fuck is that guy's name? Um, hold on. Is he It'll come to me. Politician? He's a, no, it's a real estate guy. Um, and, hmm, he was on, he's funny. He kind of reminds me of Joey Diaz, but he's in real estate, not comedy, but it's just the way that he talks. He's a, he's a New York guy and and just the way, the way he talks about things like he don't give a fuck he don't care who you are like he's got his money he's got his shit and you can go fuck yourself um hold on i will find it i'll find him he was on meet kevin the other day i also wish he would have patrick bet david on he's another he's a he has a podcast thing that he does called value tainment where he has on people and interviews them and he does people with like uh mob bosses and shit like that and like cia agents and you hear like all their stories and shit like that. It's pretty fucking cool i wish he would have him on um yeah not a thing about it. there's actually a few that's been on before that like i really enjoyed just because it's like they're not talking about anything necessarily specific mm-hmm. not like oh my book just came out it's more or less like oh yeah we're kind of buddies like andy stump an old seal. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Man, I know he just fucking... He just had this guy on a couple days ago. And it's not popping up. Me, Kevin. With... Uh... Veeam? Is that? No. Wait. You said it was just on? It was, um, it might have been like a week ago now, maybe. Um, but I, I can't fucking remember this guy's name. And I, I listened to, uh, listen back when I was like trying to figure out shit about real estate. I listened to that guy quite a, quite a bit, but I can't remember his fucking name. 
He just always came on. Um, me, Kevin, with guest. See if I can get it to come up like that. His name's Kevin. This guy, yeah, meet Kevin is the guy who had this other guy on. Ben Mala. I'm pretty sure he's... Let me turn it up real quick. Kevin here. Welcome back to another episode of the Meet Kevin Show. We were with the big yes. question. What is going on with the hotels in Florida and commercial real estate? All right. You want me to candy coat it or you want me to tell the truth? I want the straight you truth, the truth nothing but the Can truth. Can you handle the truth? <laughs> Can you handle it? We're fighting a war right now. I mean, really, it's getting a little better, but... But he kind of reminds you of... I feel like he reminds me, at least, of uh, Joey Diaz. He's just got the, that, in the voice. That northern... <laughs> yeah, he's boisterous and, like... You, <laughs> I, I can't do it, but he, he's just boisterous, he's loud, and he's got that, that accent and, and everything, so... Uh, I wish he'd have him on. Sorry it took me a minute to find that, but <laughs> I really wanted to find him. Yeah, so, you want to get into Fauci? That's kind of what we were, like, going to talk about, and here we are. Like, well... We're at the top of the hour. Oh, shit, already? Yeah, we're, we're it's 53 minutes in right now. Um, so we can just kind of slide through these things if you want. Um, it, Fauci was the main thing that you wanted to comment on, right? Yeah, because of what the fuck my job's doing. Okay. Uh, so I'll just roll through the other things that I wanted to bring up real quick. And then we'll, we'll end on the Fauci one. Um, so I just wanted to let people know. It's kind of like a... Um, little rapid fire news for you but turns out uh trump was right on a couple of different things that uh, a lot of people put him down for which was uh the lab leak and hydrochloroquine uh or hydroxychloroquine sorry um hydroxychloroquine when combined with zinc and another thing i, I don't remember what it was called not a doctor Either way, um, it apparently there's new studies that came out that said that um, it helped survivability um, by almost 300%. It was like 2.9 times more likely that people survived if they took hydroxychloroquine and zinc and some other uh, medicine. So that's that's pretty cool. It's also coming out now. Um, I know there's a lot of things that were going around about Trump when, when it was like, you know, Trump's a fascist type thing. When he, uh, they said that he had protesters tear gassed and moved away from a park so he can go down there and do a photo shoot with a Bible. This is back like last year in June or July. Turns out that wasn't true. And the, the media that promulgated it, they're actually half, they're actually walking it back. So, you know, the, the funniest clip I saw was like, so it turns out the, the, uh, the narrative that we thought we knew was a lie. It's like, wow, <laughs> you, you, you're starting to catch on now. Um, but yeah, that's, so there's some Trump things for you. Uh, Jeff Bezos is going to space. Apparently he's going to be on the first mission of, um, Amazon's space exploration shit. Does he need me in his will? <laughs> I hope so. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's called blue something. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting that like, he's actually going to be one of like three people. I think him, his brother and another person are going up and it's the first 
mission of of this program. So it's like I don't know if I would fucking go on the first one. Like yeah, that shit usually blows up, <laughs> but whatever. So Jeff Bezos might die, um, and I think that's coming up here soon that he's doing that. Um, and I wanted to bring up a couple things about Kamala Harris that I thought was funny. Uh, she's supposed to be in control of the border. Uh, she got asked a tough question, uh, by Lester Holt, who's the anchor of MSNBC. He was like, basically like, when are you going to go to the border? She's like, we have been to the border. We're going to the border. It's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, but you haven't been to the border. And she's like, well, I haven't been to Europe either. I don't understand what, what your point is. Like the point is, is that you're the head of the border and you haven't been to the border. So thought that was funny. And she ended up going to Guatemala and she, <laughs> the, when she landed, there was a bunch of protesters there protesting her, telling her to go home to mind her own business and that Trump won. Um, so <laughs> I've seen some pictures. Yeah. And that's in Guatemala. So I, I just thought that that was funny. Um, and then there was one other thing which just really fucking irks me. And it, it shows the, the path that we're heading down this. There's a doctor and I actually heard about this before the podcast last week, and I just forgot to bring it up. And then now this whole past week, all of the news stations are covering it, so it made it a little bit more fresh in my head. There's a doctor. Um, I can't remember her name. You, you, K- Kilinani, I'm pretty sure is her last name. Um, you can find it. It's everywhere. People are talking about it. But she wants, she fantasizes about... Um, unloading a revolver in the head of any white person that gets in her way. And she said that she would walk away relatively guilt-free. Like she did the world a fucking favor. She says that all white people are little killers. Um, what else did she say? Uh, so let me, let me give you some background for this. The reason why this kind of ticked me was because she said that she was, um, or she is, she is a doctor. She is a, a, she has a PhD in psychology, psychiatry, psychology, one of the two. And she was given a speech at Yale school of medicine, child studies department. So she was giving a talk to a bunch of people who are at school to learn how to help kids with their mental problems. (laughs) And the name of the talk was the psycho, uh, the psychopathic mind. What was it? The, the psychopathic something of the white mind, like the psychopathic problem of the white mind or something like that. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, these are you like you're supposed to be helping people with their mental issues. And you're taught, you're giving a lecture to people who are going to help kids with their mental issues. And you say that you fantasize about unloading a revolver in the head of any white person because all white people are racist and terrible. That's fucking wild. And that's happening at Yale. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty jank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just fucking stupid that all the, the race shit that's, that's going on. And I just wanted to put that out there just in case if you hadn't heard about it. I don't know if you had, but I, I hear it all over the place now. Um, but when I, f- I first heard about it on TikTok, and then I started looking into it, I was like, what the fuck, dude, this bitch is crazy. Like, and I talked to Abigail about it and whatever, and kind of left it at that. I was going to bring it up on the podcast, forgot about it. And then all week this week, like 
uh, Shapiro was talking about it. Crowder was talking about it. Fox was talking about it. All the conservative media was talking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up. So <laughs> there you go. There's that. Now we'll get to Fauci, which is Fauci, by the way, it's not Fauci anymore. Is It's Dr. Science. It's not Dr. Fauci. It's Dr. Science. He is science, just so you know. Is that what he claimed? Yeah, he said um, if you if you're criticizing me, really, what you're doing, you're not you're not just coming after Anthony Fauci, you're also coming after science. You're not just coming after Doctor Anthony Fauci. <laughs> you're coming after science. So yeah, he's he's like he is science. Well, then I want to be science. I let mold grow in my old beer cans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you criticize Fauci, he says that you're criticizing science, and it's like, well. I guess I'm criticizing science because like there's other scientists out here that Me. say shit that's yeah different from you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, don't experiments with mold. I'd I'd rather listen to you. I'd rather listen to fucking Doctor Phil than Doctor Fauci to be completely honest. I'd rather listen to Doctor Drew. Yeah, at least but, he's kind of funny. Yeah, right. And uh, I know what you're going to get into is um, what we were talking about. I think we brought it up. Last week, maybe, maybe not. But basically, Fauci's emails got released, and it shows that he, um, he, I guess, multiple times lied about the masks. Um, you know, he was saying in public that they they didn't work, um, but it was because of the medical professionals, and uh, like he wanted to make sure that they got masks before we did. And then he came out and was like, you know, I, I lied about it. Masks do work, blah, blah, blah. But in private emails, he told people mass drugstore masks don't work, which we already know, but people don't get it. Um, the cloth masks don't work. The, the surgical masks that the, you know, the blue ones or whatever, they don't really work outside of a hospital setting. They're, they're decent. And he, he claims this too, that, you know, they're good at if somebody coughs or sneezes on you. But then you have you probably have some more problems other than fucking COVID, depending on your age. But um, like, why the fuck somebody's just like all up on you, sneezing on you? But <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then N95s obviously do work. But um, it, it just shows him contradic- tr- contradicting himself on that on that. And then what was the other thing? There was another thing. Um, that came out. That was the main thing for me. Uh, all the lab leak stuff. Yeah, that, that's what we talked about last time. Um, so I won't hash that back out, but that's pretty much what's came out of these emails. So what you were wanting to talk about. Oh, just the mask in general. Like, yeah. So now my company figured out a way to uh, beat HIPAA by basically if you volunteer your vaccination card, They'll give you a little pin, and you don't have to wear your mask. It's fucking. It's it. It's goofy. So I'm not vaccinated. So I'm gonna stick it to the man and wear my mask proudly yeah. every fucking day. I just fake a pin, bro. <laughs> um, that's that's so goofy. And there's all I these... barely wear it now, so it's kind of. But yeah. I'm gonna stick it to the man. Yeah. No, I I get it. You know. Um. It's 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 so fucking stupid. Like the the things that they're trying to do to get people to take this vaccine, and it's like 
maybe if our all of our public health officials weren't a bunch of fucking dipshits and fucking contradicting themselves left and right and can't, you know, agree on something, maybe it wouldn't, maybe so many people wouldn't be so hesitant to get it. Maybe if all the people that are pushing for you to get it now, uh, what, six, seven months ago weren't saying, I'm definitely not taking the vaccine. You know, maybe if they didn't say that, there wouldn't be so much vaccine hesitancy right now. But it's all politicized. It's all fucking goofy. And, like, they're trying to incentivize it and stuff. And for stupid reasons, too, because, like, like we've talked about before, I have the same, I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than dying from COVID. Granted, I don't want to get sick, but I also don't know, we're, we're in human trials right now for this vaccine. So I don't know what the long-term effects of that vaccine is. And if I don't have, you know, it's just, I don't get a flu shot anymore because I, that that's usually kills kids that's or elderly. I'm at the age now to where I'm not going to die from it. I'd rather just fucking get sick, let my body build up the immunity to it. So that way I, I don't, I haven't gotten sick from the flu and I can't fucking tell you how long because my body's built up an immunity to it. And if I do get it, I'd say that it's probably, you know, it'll take me out for a day. Like, oh man, I feel like shit. And then now we're done. I, I'd rather deal with things naturally. And it, I think people should be allowed to do that. But pe- they're putting a lot of pressure on people yeah. to, I mean, they're giving away free year, a free year of school, million dollars. You can stop wearing your mask. Um, what the, I'm trying to think of some other incentives that I've heard of. They're, they're having people like show like, look at me, I'm getting a shot in my arm. Like that's just kind of propaganda. Yeah. It's, a lot it's, of propaganda. It's weird and like sycophantic almost like how I want to see like, cause at some points, uh, like different media were saying like, I can't believe there's people, um, at, over at like Fox and stuff like that. They, they won't show pictures of them getting the vaccine. And it's like, I ain't gotta fucking do that. Like, I don't, I don't ask for you to fucking show me when, you know, you get your treatments for chlamydia. So like, don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, HIPAA is there for a reason and you don't have to fucking give this shit up and they're trying to find ways to, you know, they're going to, I, I feel bad because like a lot of these, like your business and stuff like that, like they don't know, they're not looking into this shit. They're just, okay, you're telling me what to do. This is not my field of study. I have so much more important shit that I have to do right now for my business that I'm just doing whatever you say. That sucks. And so I don't blame them necessarily but i wish that like maybe if enough of people like you were to stand up and be like look we've looked into it these are here's the facts we don't fucking need these you don't need to be asking for our vaccine you know passports basically to fucking be able to take off this mask like i don't know i think that shit's goofy and it's it's a violation of your privacy and I know a lot of people, it's the same thing that's been going on a lot here lately. It's like, oh, well, it's, it's just, they're just asking for your, ve- yeah, okay. And then, then they're just asking for this. And then they're just asking for this until they're asking for the full list. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely on some bullshit of like, you have to voluntarily give it up. Yeah. So I'm like, no, now it's like, you're basically like trying to single me out. So when if I ain't got a pen, mm-hmm. you're not vaccinated. Fuck you mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, i mean and it's just putting more animosity between people and uh, that's where I, that's why I, I, I say a lot like that it's been politicized and shit like that is because like people are picking 
maybe not to politicize, but like tribalized, I guess, where like you're on a team and like the other team is evil and you're the good guys. And it's like, we're all fucking good guys. We're all just trying to fucking figure it out. And like, I'm not going to, you know, I can, I'll say that it's stupid on the podcast, or whatever for you to do this, but like, if I see somebody wearing the mask, like to each their own, I don't give a fuck. You do you. It's, it's sad. It sucks. Like, I'm sorry that you are just like sheepily following, you know, what you're told to do without looking into it yourself. But that's on you, I guess. But then, um, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, it's hopefully going away. We're, we're almost done with this, I think. So, yeah, I mean, I wear my mask most of the time, but because I just don't want to fucking deal with people out in public that's going to like try to talk shit because it's like, you want to fight? <laughs> I don't think you want to do that. Okay. Yeah. And shut the fuck up. So I'm like, I'm wearing my fucking mask to kind of keep me away from jail. <laughs> well, with your tendencies, I think that's a good call with, with your, your fighting tendencies. Me, I don't, if somebody has something, nobody's ever said anything to me. Like I've walked into places, you know, nobody said like, are you vaccinated or where's your mask or anything like that? So I haven't had to deal with it. I, I think, think I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm lucky. Yeah. Um, cause I, I don't, I, unless if I'm with Abigail who, mm, she wears we'll mask. go down there. Yeah. But, um, she makes me wear it and I'm like, all right, whatever. Cause like. I'm trying not to piss her off, but it's just me. Like I walk in anywhere without it now, especially now. Yeah. And I am not vaccinated. I don't give a fuck. I went to wear it in the party source yesterday. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. That worker ain't wearing one. I'm taking mine off. Well, another thing that they're not accounting for, like if you're, if your company wants to do that, you should also come up and be like, okay. So if you're allowing people who have the vaccine to take their mask off, why not the people who have the antibodies? Cause I had COVID. So I have antibodies. They asked that. They asked what? Somebody asked that question. Oh, did they? Yep. What did what did they say? Nope. So gotta be vaccinated. Huh. I mean, it's goofy, but I guess kind of because like that still would be you know a violation of like, well, can we, you know, can you show show us that you have had COVID so that way we know that you have the antibodies. Um. But I think that they're just picking sides there. There's no good answer for it, I guess, besides let people make their own, you know, risk assessment. And it sucks that so many businesses now just do it because of fucking CDC and the WHO and Dr. Anthony Fauci. (laughs) Yeah, fucking pricks. Yeah. You're dividing us even more. Yeah. I'm going to keep wearing my mask, though, inside work. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I'm gonna. I have to put mine on every once in a while at my current place of employment. Um, hopefully not too current after a couple weeks. But, um, yeah, every once in a while they they cracked on. Like, you still gotta wear your mask, whatever. Like, okay, put it on for 20 minutes, and everybody has them off again. It's like, the fuck is the point of that? Uh, the people who want to wear them, wear them. That's how it should be. <laughs> People who who fear the virus, fear getting other people sick, you wear them. You do you, bub. But, yeah, whatever. What the fuck ever. Yeah? You want to drink some beer? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm down for... A couple? A beer or two. Um, but first... Quote of the week. 
Quote of the week. Let me pull it up. Sorry. Phone's being dumb. Um, you where'd you send it to me on Facebook? Facebook. This one's a good one too, by the way. Uh, All right, from the one and only Albert Einstein, true, probably, you know, brightest mind that we've known. Um, Two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the universe. (laughs) Albert Einstein. Uh, That's good. I, I, I love that one. That's a really good quote. There's there's a lot of stupid. Yeah, I like how he like contradicts himself in the or I don't know if that's the word for it, but there's my stupidity for you. Um, but yeah, you you see what I'm saying with the universe. I'm not sure about the universe, human stupidity. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stupidity out there, and a lot of people that think they're right, probably not. It's goofy. Even the the wisest among us know uh, that they know nothing. That we are just a stupid, <laughs> you know, being. Yep. So, yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Um, kind of a hodgepodge of different shit in there for you. A little bit of news of the past week. Stupid shit with the mask. A lot of talking about Mike Tyson. Um, and some good insight on uh, different mixed martial arts techniques and whatnot so uh hope you guys like that make sure you tune in for uh next week's episode on whatever platform you on tell your friends about us check out the website i did get that uh, slightly working again i gotta go back and update it all so bear with me but it is working again so this episode should show up as soon as i get it posted to anchor and everything so yeah um i believe that's it you got anything else rob no i'm good All right, we'll see you all next week. Peace. See you.